Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Whoa, whoa, I'm peaking a little bit. Turn that down. The Zoom can't handle me. Hello and welcome. No, no. I, to be fair, I rushed Joel into starting whoa, the recording, and then as soon as whoa, he started, whoa, I said... Whoa, whoa, I don't like that. <laughs> you dare interrupt this. Oh, my God. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world... Oh. <laughs> I, I sort of went on my tiptoes excitedly, and every little bit of ligament in my ankles clicked. I, I don't even know if you better hear that on the recording, but God, I'm old. Hello and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one will be taken through to the next stage where it will be placed on James Cameron's submarine. Swam down. Do you swim at sail? Drive a submarine. Pilot? Pilot. What the hell good. do you... Piloted down to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Played at an extreme volume on a loop until we finally flush out what's down there. I'm Joel, a man who puts the wife in kiwi fruit. Don't look for it. And across from me is John Harris, the only man on planet Earth who owns a penny farthing exercise bike. <laughs> Hello, John. Oh, I can't believe you didn't do that one sooner. I know. I thought of it this morning, and yeah, it's it, it, so people listening will probably think that's just a fun thing I said. It's not. It's real. It's, it's real. not John's really a penny, penny farthing. It's just a weird looking exercise bike. That It's um, not weird looking. It's weird to sit on. We all went around to John's <laughs> house for a lovely summer barbecue and um, had a quick look in John's workout shed. And there's an exercise bike in there where the, you sort of sit so low and the handles are like the handlebars are sort of above your head. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like a big penny Victorian workout. And what doesn't help is that you, when you go on it, you wear like one of those one strap strongman outfits. Yeah from Victorian, a Victorian circus and you've got weights that are just like big black balls on the end of a, a pole. You don't really help yourself. Uh, yeah, I, look, I'm trying a new thing. You know, fitness is big on social media and I, and retro things are big on social media. So I thought... Ste- you're like a steampunk steampunk personal trainer. Exactly. <laughs> a, I'm the personal steam, a personal steam trainer. Have you heard about the liver king? Um, I cannot believe you've brought the liver king up because <laughs> in my any other business notes for this show oh, i wanted to bring up the like, liver king let's talk, I'm, a, I'm a i'm fucking obsessed let's yeah. talk films then we'll talk liver king yeah all right let's quickly get through these films um because i really want to talk liver king <laughs> how about this one from josh star shrek yep good it works right shrek it's an interesting shrek there's been like a shrek renaissance everyone on the internet is completely obsessed with shrek yeah it's specifically a- shrek 2 it's sort of difficult to past the internet when it gets obsessed with something like this because it's sort of ironic but it's also not 
like people genuinely love it but to the point they've sort of exaggerated the love so much that it's sort of gone into an irony territory but it's correct yeah but like i've been watching tiktoks that try and convince me that the fairy godmother's rendition of holding out for a hero is the greatest song of all time and they're completely straight they're played totally straight what, what where are we I don't know, you know Sh- Shrek is a cultural phenomenon, despite... I, as a, when was the last time there was actual Sh- Shrek stuff out in the world? Did you say you're watching TikToks? Yeah. So here's a weird thing I was thinking about during the week. I remember when you first got a TikTok account on the Dream Factory podcast mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. two years ago, sort of ironically, saying yeah. that we, you were going to be the first TikTok millionaire. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I... Uh, but now we that use was, it unironically. I was so far ahead of the game with TikTok. I thought it was the stupidest thing. I remember, I think it must have been Old Street Station. There were ads everywhere for TikTok, like just in your face, moving ads, so many ads. And no one really knew what it was. I thought, I'm going to just download this to see what it is. And it was like, it must have been when Twitter first came out and there were lots of 40-year-olds making stupid jokes about, oh, people just shouting about their dinner. That's basically what I, my attitude towards TikTok. And yeah, it's... Uh, it's gone absolutely loco. Now it's a real thing. There we go. But I, 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 think I, I think I might have made the first TikTok in the UK, and I think you were probably in it, John. That's how ahead of the curve we were. Incredible scenes. Uh, Star Shrek. Yeah. Um, right. He looked great in one of those outfits. So what, you think he's on the Voyager. They don't go to a planet and Shrek's there. Oh. That makes more sense, right? The Shrek they land universe on, they is land actually in the a swamp. planet. Yeah. In our universe, in the future. Yes. And I they like land that. there. And the whole gang's there. Yeah, there you go. And then, But ultimately, you would do want to see him in one of the outfits, so maybe he becomes part of the team. They recruit him. Yeah. What sort of... What, what unique skills does Shrek have that he could offer to it? Well, the problem is, is, is I was strong. thinking... I was thinking we'd put him in sort of engineering because he's got the strength. Why? But then I thought, uh-huh. maybe I've stereotyped because Sc- Scotty is the, the head of engineering and he's also Scottish. Have I just decided that's very that Scottish true. And people... Shrek, Shrek famously is Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got an accent, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if Mike Myers is nailing it. Really. <laughs> he's doing an accent. He's doing somewhere. an accent. That's true. Yeah. I uh, like the that. more of that, the better. Yeah. I I, think... Any excuse to get Mike Myers back in the public consciousness. You know, like for. one of the last things he did was like host a, t- a TV game show in character. No way. Yeah, there's like a TV game show in America. Like, you know, like a primetime game show. And it was just Mike Myers in character as this British guy was the host. That sounds amazing. Strange. Um, yeah, bring on Austin Powers 4. And, and Mike Myers, the other like, mo- most recent thing I remember, wasn't he in, was it in a tar- a recent Tarantino film where he plays... Inglourious Ch- Bastards, yeah. Is it Churchill? No, he's not Churchill. He's just like a guy in Churchill's office. And he's also, he plays a record exec in... That Queen film. He just sort of cameos as these weird British guys <laughs> and, <laughs> and exclusively takes you out of the movie. There is no, I've never seen it. Of course. Mike Myers but, cameo where I've gone, yeah, that's, no, oh, I'm still in the film. I've always gone, yeah, now I'm watching Mike Myers do a bit. But I'd counter that by saying, have you ever not wanted it? Has a yeah. Mike Myers cameo ever happened and you've, and you've been disappointed? No way. No, always. that's true. I, if Mike Myers as a British, random British character could cameo in every single film, I'd be happy. Get it made. What about this one from Ula? The Bark Fight. So it's like a dog version of the Dark Knight, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing about the Bark Fight is DC are releasing a film called The League of Super Pets this year. 
fuck off. What what did you just say? DC are releasing a film this year called The League of Super Pets and as a film. Yeah. It's live action. No, it's animated. But it's got like The Rock and Kevin Hart in because obviously it does. What Who are the Super Pets? So like there's Superman's dog. There's What? Yeah. Why have they got have they got powers? Yeah, they they've got I think they basically got the same powers as their owners. How? I don't know. Maybe they had dogs on Krypton. Who knows? I don't know the exact ins and outs of this, Joel. I just know that there is an animated kids film called the Le- DC's League of Super Pets coming out this year with The this Rock is... and Kevin Hart. I don't, can't believe I don't know anything about this. The it... DC League of Super Pets. <laughs> it might have been postponed to next year. I know that they've DC have been moving some films around recently. That's not my issue with it, John. The fact <laughs> it's coming out this year isn't my issue with it. <laughs> well, it's not interesting. A, kid- a kidnapped? Okay, I'm in. So Superman... <laughs> gets kidnapped oh so the the heroes get and kidnapped so do the, the oh so kidnap and the rest yeah, yeah 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 so the the all of the justice league get kidnapped the dogs have to are you are you suddenly in <laughs> i'm so in has that command got like a goldfish you would hope wouldn't you you can't have an underwater dog you can't have an underwater dog you've always said that john what's an animal that works well on land and sea because you can't have a dolphin and then when they get to land, he's just the dolphin's just sort What's of. What's an animal that works well on land and sea? A frog? Yeah. Some sort of seal? Yeah. A penguin. Penguin? But they're just not as good, are they? Like, hmm. What, in terms of making a superheroes? Yeah, a turtle's yeah. good. And they've been superheroes, famously. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, my God. All right. So the film features a hound named Ace who becomes super strong and indestructible. A turtle named Merton who becomes super fast. That's fun. Yeah, irony. A, squ- a squirrel named Chip who gains electric powers. Again, irony. Because um, they're, they're not Famously electric. not electric. And, <laughs> and, and a pig named PB who can grow to a giant size. I'm in. Why? I'm 100% in. What's PB? Because my head went to personal best. Peanut butter. Uh, a little pig called peanut butter who can become... Ma- I'm sold. A massive pig. A massive you, pig. As you'll notice, I, I went for personal best because uh, I'm really into the, the world of... Um, techno punk uh, fitness at the minute so peanut butter <laughs> peanut butter is also good to be fair you gotta make those um, abs in the I kitchen it, joe exactly abs start in the kitchen there you go super pets what was the actual thing bark, the bark fight. fight who knows mm. would you like another one from me joe <laughs> i would this one's from lizzie p.s i love blue the band or just jokes for dads i think the uk naughties boy band is mm-hmm. interesting then well blue yeah i guess I, or so the color in general What's the story of PS I Love You? Someone writes letters. They write letters. Do they write letters across time? No, <laughs> they don't write letters across time, do they? It's, it, it, it's, it doesn't seem that far from that. It is um, Gerard Butler is the, is the man, and I believe he's dead. He's playing Anthony Costa. Oh, sorry, <laughs> he's, Anthony. He's dead, and he sends his, his partner letters that bring her hope, strength, and inspiration and make her feel as if he is standing by her each step of the way. So I assume, like, yeah... She, I'd, I assume he knew he was dying and sent a bunch of letters to be scheduled to sort of arrive at convenient times and it's all heartfelt and romantic. So one of the band knows they're breaking up. Oh. he's He's got a tip-off from somebody at the record label. Mike Myers is playing a record exec <laughs> and he overhears Mike Myers saying, you know, Blue aren't shagadelic anymore. <laughs> Get out of my swamp. I don't know. And But he can't break it to the boys because it will break their hearts. So Anthony Costa played by Gerard Butler, <laughs> writes letters to them all that they only discover upon the band's record deal being cancelled. 
and the letters are lyrics and they form Blue's comeback album. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, Basically a perfect film. <laughs> I just... it. Yeah, I guess. I'm just trying to think is... What, what? I, I said I loved it, Joel, and then I thought about it and I don't know what, what you just said. It's sort of made... So Anthony Costa knows the band's going to break up. The rest of them don't know. So he sends yeah. them letters in the past mm-hmm. for them to get once the band is broken up. Mm-hmm. But it can't be the label causing them to split up. It has to be one of the members, Lee. Okay, okay. Lee is not happy. He wants to go solo. The classic artistic yeah. differences. And there's something about these letters that he sent in the past. But crucially, Anthony Costa is still alive. So he could crucially. just be sending them in real time. <laughs> I, che- I check every morning. Um, he's and I sent- say, and I, te- I text you, don't I, every morning. And I say, <laughs> P.S. I love blue. Uh, yeah, and that means he's alive. We don't know what I'm going to say when, it, when the day Anthony Costa dies. Um, we'll find out be a sad day there you go PSL I blue I'm into that yeah <laughs> oh were you not a blue man uh, blue dabba d by Eiffel 65 yeah but not the you, band blue. it was a no not even secretly nah they were right all rise who are your I know you're obviously very cool and you like uh, cool music but who were your secret who were your secret pop pop princes and princesses there's nothing secret about I, it either, kid, I was either, club either, kid Either of the bedding fields? Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't. I was going to say I wouldn't push them out of bed, <laughs> which isn't your question. Hor- awful if they were both in your bed. <laughs> awful if they were both in your bed. What sort of horrible thing? I'd going have on to there? push one of them out of there. Yeah. What? What is? What are we doing, Joel? Should I say another film idea? I'll say one if you want me to say Please one. Please do. I'm not afraid. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I am Shed End. Chelsea Hooligan, the last surviving man in an apocalypse. That's from Tom. So there is a, 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 st- a stand at Chelsea called the Shed End. Yep. Um, it's where the ultras, I guess you'd call them, tend to be. Uh, obviously, it's a play on I Am Legend. So it is a football hooligan against an army of vampires. And is this specifically a Chelsea thing, the Shed End? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of one of their stands. 
How are they feeling? Every ground, every ground doesn't have a shed end. I don't know. Could be like <laughs> football lingo. How are they all feeling? It's just a shed. All the fans stand in a big shed to watch the game at one end of the ground. Are they all called? Are you like a shed ender and proud or something? Um, I think you're a little shed boy. Ah, oh. <laughs> they seem so cute. They are cute. Yeah. Hooligans versus so, yeah. zombies feels like there was like a an era where that sort of film was getting made, and it would have starred our good friend Danny Dyer and what's his face. Who's the who's the big man who was a footballer who uh, was an X Men as well? Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Thank you. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They would they would be the last two remaining football fans. Uh, hey, maybe they're rival football fans that have to put aside their differences to fight the zombie hordes. I love that. They're both London boys, right? But I don't know like their club affiliate. But that actually makes it good as long as they're rival London clubs, right? Yeah, that's absolutely ideal. And London's the perfect setting for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Do you know, I found, I learned something about I Am Legend today. Tell Not me Not today. <laughs> At some point recently, mm-hmm. since I last spoke to you about I Am Legend, which I think was yesterday. That was just after the Anthony Costa text I got. It was, yeah. I've not read the book. Have you read the book? No. Do you know about the book? No. So in the, in the movie, have you seen the movie? I have, but I can't really remember it. So Will Smith is the last guy on earth. And he's uh, fending off these vampiric zombies who only come out in the dark. And he's like trying to get to some sort of safe haven, I think. Mm. Because there's, you know, with all of these things, I don't know how they get this information, but there's always like in the Midwest somewhere, there's this sanctuary where everyone's having a nice time. Like people just, don't they? They seem to know that. How does Will Smith know that when he thinks he's the only man left in the world? Anyway, so they're trying to get to this, he's trying to get to this sanctuary. And I think at the end of the film, spoiler alert, if you're planning on watching the sort of, not particularly well-reviewed movie from probably 15 years ago, I Am Legend. Stop listening now. I think he makes it to the sanctuary at the end, right? Classic. You know, he, he's had a torrid 95 minutes in this film. And then the final shot is like him looking at the gates of this place and falling to his knees. In the book, what actually happens is the Will Smith character realises that he's the problem. And that now the world is overrun by these creatures. They're all fine. They're like living their own little peaceful existence. And he's the antagonizer. And I think he kills himself or something like that. And that's how they originally pitched the film. But then the film studio said, you can't. You can't do that. This is Hollywood. Now, here's the confusing bit, because I'm fairly confident in the what's the, like the original edit, like the, the, the one that comes out of cinema. He dies at the end. He blows himself up, I'm sure. Well, I'm not sure. Oh, does he? So, but, I, but I'm also fairly confident there is a director's cut where he survives at the end. And the reason why that is of note and interesting is because literally in the last like week, they've announced that there's going to be a sequel starring Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith. So is it the continuation of this, the director's cut rather than the actual cinematic version? Or is it, pre- is it a prequel? Just de-age everyone. I, I was legend. What's it called? I will be legend, surely, if it's a prequel. I will, yeah, good point. You are legend, and he's handing over the reins to Michael B. Jordan. There's going to be a sequel. Man, Hollywood is such a crazy place. Like, I Am Legend, no one is thinking about I Am Legend. It came out 15 years ago. I thought, I thought, you, I thought it had been brought up because someone had seen it in the news and thought, I could do a pun on this, I Am Legend. Maybe it was, but that is kind of, Don't you think that's crazy? Also, release like, a sequel? it's worth mentioning that, uh, as weird as Hollywood is, the chances of it actually happening 
are still relatively slim at this point. It's just been announced. It doesn't actually mean it will happen. No, I don't. I think if you get Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan attached to anything, yeah, that's true. That, that's happening, isn't it? That's an absolute guaranteed license to print money. I'll be. I'll watch it. Maybe it's like I've a just... relaunch reboot, so they don't really. You, they'll make it clear you don't have to have seen I Am Legend. I'm excited for the third one in the trilogy that will come out in 2037. Yeah, if you're a child actor right now, start auditioning for. Yeah, <laughs> for I am Legend three. Uh, what about this one from Alex? July, the sequel to June. Very good. It's a it, it's a pun. Uh, it's good. I like it. Have you I seen like June? It. I haven't. No, that's oh. bad, isn't it? Because it's the it's the big film everyone likes. Yeah, I, no, I, I, it was an issue. I think because it came out. Did it come out during a sort of heightened COVID? times worrying times i don't think i was really socializing too much and the there there's a problem in my otherwise incredibly peaceful tranquil household and that problem is blade runner 2047 and now it's extremely difficult to convince my lovely loving long-term girlfriend emma to watch any sort of sci-fi because she found that film just a complete ordeal and too long and too boring and so now if i'm walking in there with you know my tail between my legs saying Look, you didn't like Blade Runner, but how about a film where less happens? You know, it's the same director as well. To add insult to injury, yeah, of course, oh, yeah, fine. yeah, of just course. Checking. But yeah. like, we loved Arrival and stuff. Like, but oh, fine. It's just now, it's just now a tricky sell. You know, I think that's fair enough. I would say if you weren't a fan of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, yeah, forty nine. Is it forty nine? Not forty seven. I think it's forty nine. Mm. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. I would say it would be a struggle to convince someone to watch June. Yeah, and the signs were all there really because Emma had never seen Blade Runner, so the day before we were going to watch it, I said, "Let's watch the original." And she fell asleep maybe 5 minutes in, but we'd already booked our tickets to see the sequel at the cinema, so um went and watched that. And I don't know, have you ever had an experience like this? Have you ever been in a cinema and known that your person the person you're with is not enjoying the film? And they're not express they're, no, they're not being rude, they're not expressing it outwardly, but you know you can just sense when you're sat next to someone. Yeah. Not a nice feeling. Uh, it's quite what selfish of them. That? Could they hide it better? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could they somehow conceal their aura? Just you know, act- she's not sat. It's not like she's sat there going, oh, yeah, oh, like I do when she takes me to a film I don't like. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just tricky. It's just tricky. Have you, on, on the reverse of that, have you ever been taken to see a film and absolutely hated it? Ooh, I don't think I've ever been taken to see a film. I don't think in all of my life. No. Okay. Someone ever picked the film. And maybe you're not too keen, but you play you play a game, right? It's all compromise trade-offs. You think, I'll keep this one in the bank, and then when the next Marvel film comes out, kablam! I remember a very long time ago, this is like first girlfriend territory, I went to mm-hmm. see... Uh, that film where the train, the train comes at the screen and you all run out because <laughs> you're old. Very good. It was... Uh, you went to see Nosferatu. <laughs> it was another Gerard Butler rom-com on the subject, actually. It wow. was that one where... He played like... 300. <laughs> so romantic and comedic, right? It's him and Jennifer Aniston. And I think one of them's like a crook and the other yeah. one's trying to get them yeah. for their criminality. And they end up on a hot air balloon and kiss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, honestly, and I saw, I've seen One Day at the cinema, which would definitely not have been one I would have picked to see. But I'm just mm-hmm, happy to, mm-hmm. I'm just happy to go to the cinema, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, generally I'm happy to go to cinema. I did go and watch the film mother exclamation mark oh yeah and i fucking hated that so much i hated it so 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 much 
it was just the most horrible experience and it was gruesome and stressful and like really claustrophobic and i spent the whole time thinking just leave just leave just leave the cinema leave the cinema there's a bit in it that is so brutal i just couldn't deal with it did the did did your partner enjoy it or were you both just stressed i think she maybe did i think she maybe was stressed as well fine well not fine i've heard it's a very stressful film and it's all like allegories and stuff and if you read about it afterwards it sort of makes it interesting but the experience of watching the film is not fun no no anyway not like the films we're pitching how about this one from beck friend of the show long time friend of the show i would say the most prolific endorser of the dream factory <laughs> kind of um the only uh, reason like we got ri- back together like a real ride or die. The, exactly the only reason any if anyone with thing is anyone with a blue tick, tick tweets guys where's the dream factory we'll just make one <laughs> doesn't matter who they are farage he could tweet it farage got a blue- anyway um this is from beck the king cons man King Kong's man. Love it. King Kong's. Kong, not Con. The big monkey, the not ki- Grifter. The King's Con Man isn't really a pun or anything, but it sounds like a fun film. Uh, the King's like Consman uh, also sounds like a fun film. A uh, big gorilla in a nice suit. I'm already... I'm exactly, there. exactly. A nice umbrella. And the problem with that is it's so hard to be covert when you're King Kong. <laughs> it just is. It is. Stealth's not really in his arsenal. Absolutely. Um but yeah, it's it's about how there's been a long line of Kongsmen for years and years and years, sort of secretly doing the bidding of the royal family. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that, that what the Kingsmen's about? I don't think they work for the royal family, but yeah, it's basically just a it's basically just sort of like Bond turned to eleven. But yeah, they're sort sort of a secret society of incredibly posh people. Except they're not, because the main guy <laughs> I want to say his name is Eggsy. He's just a normal guy. Yeah, the guy from Gold Looking Chain. <laughs> Yeah. exactly him and maggot <laughs> infiltrate a secret society do you know the other day john i was on a train um and i was <laughs> stood up I was, only on the train. I was only on the train almost i was only on the train for about five minutes and i was stood up and the guy stood to my left maybe three feet away from me this is bad i always do this but he was watching something on his phone yeah and i had to know what it was so i just sort of engineered myself i turned a little bit and i looked over and he was watching kingsman one of the kingsman films and then I knew and I was happy that I knew. As I turned back to my right, there was somebody sat down also watching something on their phone. And they were also watching a Kingsman film. And I thought I was going mad. I thought I was in the middle of some sort of prank. They were like <laughs> the only two people anywhere near me. And they were Gorilla marketing. Kingsman. Gorilla. Hey, very good. Very good. And I wonder whether I should have introduced them. Oh. Well, they might become firm friends. Well, in the UK, the, the Kingsman... I think that's what it's called. Came out on Disney mm-hmm. Plus recently, so maybe they just would take maybe that was it. That. Maybe it was the day of release. Well, there you go. If you're one of the marketers behind that film, congratulations. congratulations. Uh, on the um, subject of bad spies, like the gorilla, gorilla being a bad spy, I've got this memory etched in my brain from one time when I was like a teenager and I was in a car with a mate, and we were driving. Uh, I come from a town called Marlow in Buckinghamshire, which is a town with like but it's like you pretty quickly you're in the sticks so like we were just driving through mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. at a t-junction where i promise you there was only fields anywhere else so where t-junction roads fields cows that's what mm-hmm. you're picturing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on that corner was a man in a trench coat reading a newspaper like big wide <laughs> <laughs> like out wide in front of his head like the world's worst <laughs> spy like what well, i don't, what was happening amazing did you not go over to him and say something like 
the rooftops in Petrograd are snowy this year. Did you not try and get some sort of briefcase? Yeah, from it? I wish. I wish I had. It was. Yeah, it's one of those things. That maybe I have no idea, but it's just etched in my brain. Maybe he's a brilliant spy because if you go that over the top, no one thinks you're a genuine spy. Which is why gorillas are perfect spies. Brilliant. Bang. Done. There we go. Beck, you're a genius. Right. Should we do our own film ideas? Please. Here's one from me. Blade of Glory. Some sort of vampire on ice. Love it. No, it's Blade a vampire or a vampire killer? Uh, he's a daywalker, so he is a vampire who can go out in daytime. So he's both. Uh, there you go. And he gets he um, the Winter Olympics. The a doping program of a country has turned them all into vampires. Because they've acts. This is good, actually. Hang exchange on. blood. They've, yeah, they've, they've been. Yeah, they've doing blood exchange. They've done it with a vampire. So an entire team at the Winter Olympics is vampires, and they are killing all of the other athletes in the Olympic Village. And so they recruit a, a, a ice, <laughs> an ice skate. I couldn't think of the word skater then. I think of an ice skating former athlete to recruit and train him up. And you know, you can imagine like slicing the throat of a vampire with the blades of a. Ice skate. Absolutely. This is actually quite good. Yeah, and the the, the war the ice on this rink is mm-hmm. frozen holy water, so they they can't touch yes. it. Yes, that's good. That's uh, really good. And yeah, there there must be something about the blade being also like a stake that you can stake them through the heart with. Yeah, perfect. Um, no, I like this a lot. And also, Winter Olympics is good because. This year, it happens to be in one of those countries where in the winter, there's only one one hour of sunlight. So a lot of the events are being done in the dark anyway. Yes, ideal. Absolutely ideal. I, there you go. I think this is actually a good idea, guys. Shit. Unlike Nobody mine. steal this. Uh, What's yours? Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. <laughs> it's B movie, yeah. but there's Jedi, I guess. Okay. he's a Obi-Wan's a B? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would. I would watch like... Star Wars, but they're all small. All the Jedi have been kidnapped and their pets (laughs) have to save them. (laughs) And one of them has a bee as a pet. (laughs) That's really sweet. Did you ever hear hear that thing when you were a kid that you could catch a bee? Imagine if this is only really specific to my childhood. It's going to (laughs) be mad. You can catch a bee, put it in the freezer and then tie a little bit of string around it take it out of the freezer it'll reanimate but then you've got it on a little bit of string and it's like a little pet that's a famous thing from everyone's childhood isn't it i i don't actively recognize it but at the same time i don't not recognize it so it's fine john you've got you've got a kid you'll be probably freezing bees (laughs) it'll be a couple of years but you'll be freezing bees won't you i'm gonna get our whole hives worth he's gonna be like carried off by the bees (laughs) the king of the bees they just slowly all spring back to life and his feet just slightly start levitating off the ground i would Hmm. Is it cruel? It sounds cruel, doesn't it? it to freeze fe- a bee. It feels like something that we uh, do not condone. It sort of feels. I don't know. I was probably into that around the same sort of time I was into sea monkeys and that kind of thing. I never got sea monkeys to properly work. Like as no, in no live. One has, they? <laughs> Horribly <laughs> properly work. You yeah. said sending them out to do jobs. <laughs> um. Oh, I like it, John. I'm into it. Thank you very much. Well, hey, well done, everyone. Yeah, well done. John, listener. well done. Listener, well done for sending in your ideas. And even if you're not sending in your ideas, thank you for just sending in your ears and listening. But send in your ideas as well as your ears. Yeah, please send in your ideas. God, we're desperate. <laughs> um, that's that. John, what was your favourite idea today? Mm, Star Trek is solid. It gets a ch- it just yep. it works. It's solid. It gets a chuckle. I thought your one was good. I thought Blade of Glory was good. Yes, I win. Thanks, everyone, <laughs> for watching. 
blade of glory when it comes out in two years time and i'm a billionaire and i forget about this podcast and john and i can just afford to freeze all the bees i like (laughs) cheers john So, John, it is very crazy to me that we both wanted to talk about the Liver King. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what up, what up, Primals? How do you? So, how do you know about the Liver King? I was, uh, I was listening to a podcast about it. Uh, okay, and then I obviously immediately uh, checked out his Instagram. Um, he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a very mm-hmm. bubbly man, in t- physically. Like, you don't see many men as bubbly as him. I so he came up when I was scrolling through TikTok. I use TikTok. I'm very young. And he always addresses the camera, what up primals? And usually he's sort of showing you what he's having for dinner. And typically it is, bear in mind, all of this is raw. Heart, liver, something he calls the liver king concoction. Um, No vegetables. Sometimes he'll have like pork rind and call it a salad. And then just various other bits of animal. Normally bone marrow is in there as well. And it's just all laid out in front of him. And it's just raw meat. And that's all he eats. Uh, He's in equal parts totally ripped but also clearly so out of shape like whenever he speaks the man's out of breath even if he's just sat at his dinner table and he's got like you say he's a bubbly man he's got a massive six-pack huge arms but you can't he can barely get a sentence out without being out of breath the whole thing is amazing i would recommend everyone goes and looks at the liver king i've watched every single thing that he's posted to tiktok i'm obsessed with him recently he was filming a series where he was just walking around new york and like doing push-ups and stuff, but in just tiny red shorts. And he's in like Grand Central Station, New York, doing push-ups just in his tiny little shorts. If, he is. If my knowledge amazing. of New what, York... What did the podcast say about him? Oh, it was called ICYMI. It's about internet culture. So they were just like talking about how um, obviously that diet is is a terrible idea for the for the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Raw meat. Uh, but Heidi Montag from The Hills, I believe that was mm-hmm. the show she was in. Today I saw a picture. She was papped uh, with a ziplock with a kidney in it, just a raw kidney that she was just chewing on the street. Mate, the Liver King, <laughs> he's thinking ahead. He's got serious influencer powers. Um, yeah, and he's also like some of his videos are like sort of mad as well. Like um, he's anti chemicals in like sort of all forms, except for the ones that he's not against, which he doesn't talk yeah. about. Um, yeah. So like he doesn't like sunscreen. So he did a video where he shot a bunch of sunscreen with a machine gun and he he's scared about the chemicals in a bed. So he yeah, drove a yeah, tank yeah, over yeah. it. Well, so the bed thing, his bedroom, no mobile phones, no technology is allowed in the bedroom. Fine. It's a, it's a sanctuary where there's zero technology, but not even like a clock. Well, wow. There's nothing in there. And his bed, yeah, his bed is like a wooden construction that lots of beds are but it's very different you should go and look at it on thingy but he's got a wife he's got a couple of kids that i think he calls little primals or something primal one and primal two maybe uh and the liver queen is obviously his wife naturally i love them i love them uh yeah i don't condone anything that man uh does or says but i do (laughs) anyway it's half one john i'm off to go and eat scoop out some bone marrow that's fresh from a cow let's do this thing bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.